apropos of nothing, but uh, someone asked me a shayla yesterday that I thought would be an interesting uh, discussion. A fellow came over to me and told me that in his office they often order lunch for the whole chevra, for the whole group. And uh, because he's a from guy, whenever he participates in the order, they order from a kosher place. They order kosher food. Whenever he does not participate in the order, they order from a non-kosher place. And there are many other Jews in his group, not religious Jews, but Jews in his group, who will eat non-kosher unless he orders the food. And therefore, each day he's makbit to order food together with, uh, with, the, with the group so that they will all eat kosher food that day. But he knows that Asara Beteves is coming up. So he wants to know what's the more correct thing to do. Is it better that he order food? And uh, he said if he orders food, he has to eat it. If he doesn't eat it, then they're going to they're gonna be very upset at him. So is it better that he orders food in order to prevent everybody else from violating the, uh, the issue of eating machal asuros? Or better that he not order food because it's a fast day for him. So uh, it's the, the, uh, I, I think the analysis of the Shaila is a major sugya and shas that comes up in a couple of places. And that is, to what extent do we tell a person to do an Avera in order to prevent somebody else from doing what is a bigger Avera. So the uh, Gemara at the beginning of Masech HaShabbos and Avdal Ramad Aleph tells us that if let's say one Jew comes and he puts dough on an oven they used to not put dough in a pan in an oven but like around the cylinder of the oven he puts dough on the oven so there is an Isra de Rabbanon called Radia Sapas they are not allowed to scrape the dough off of the oven on Shabbos that's an Isra Mid Rabbanon so one Jew sees another Jew put the dough on the oven if he leaves it there and he lets it bake then that Jew the first Jew is going to have violated a Malacha uh, Raisa. But should I, therefore, go and do Radiyas Hapas, which is Nisr Rabbanan, in order to prevent the other fellow from violating a Melacha Raisa? So the Gemara over there tells us that uh, we're assuming the fellow did it Bishogeg, but still he's going to violate a Melacha Raisa Bishogeg, and we say, You think we're going to tell a person to do an Avera so that somebody else should benefit, so that somebody else will not violate an Avera? No, we would never tell a person, Rashi explains, we would never tell a person to do an Isr that you should do an Isakal to save someone else from an Onesh Chamur. So uh, from that sugya alone, it seems that you're never supposed to do Averos just to prevent other people from Averos. However, there is another sugya in Mesechus Erev in Daflamid Beis where the Gemara tells us that Chavar uh, tells an Amaaretz, you know, take Peros from, uh, from this pile of produce and you can go and eat it. And another Chavar overhears that. So the Gemara says that the second Chavar can assume that the first chavar took maestros. What do you mean assume he took maestros? He wasn't there to take maestros. The only way he could have taken maestros from it would have been in a not appropriate way. Would have been shalom and amukaf to take from wherever he is far away. And that you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to be mafresh shalom and amukaf. Uh, so the Gemara says, yeah, yeah, but we assume he did it anyway because nichale lechaver delavidu isura kalila v'lo lavid amaretz isura rabba. If the option is either the amaretz is going to eat tevel or I'll be mafresh shalom and amukaf, better for me to be mafresh shalom and amukaf, which is a smaller avera, rather than him eat tevel, which is a much bigger avera. So you see that a person is allowed to do a smaller avera in order to prevent somebody else from a bigger avera. So Tosos in both places in Masech Seirvin and Masech Shabbos is bothered by the stira. Which is it? Do we say that a person is not allowed to violate a smaller avera to prevent someone else from a bigger avera? Do we say that you are allowed to? So between the two Tosos, there are four answers that emerge from the Balei Tosos. Tosos in 
Achzerivin first says that the, the, the difference between the two sugyos is that in, in the case in Erevin with the Maestros, with the Chubas of Maestros, the Chaver is the Gorim of the Yisr. The Amaretz is only violating the Yisr of eating Tevel because the Chaver told him to eat the Tevel. He gave him the Tevel. So when the Chaver is the one that caused the Yisr, you better put this, uh, a stop to it before it gets there, even if that means violating a lesser Yisr. But in the case of Masech Shabbos, where the fellow put dough on the oven, I didn't tell him to put dough on the oven, I just noticed that he did. So now I don't have, it's not my responsibility to do the Radia Sapas. I don't have to take the hit for him. I don't have to violate a lesser Yisr in order to prevent the Radia Sapas. A second answer that Tosos quotes from the Riva is that the difference is that the Isser was not yet done at the time of the, uh, in the case of the Chumas Maestros, meaning the, the, the Amaris hasn't eaten anything yet. So I could prevent the Isser from even getting underway. Whereas in the case of the past, the guy already put the dough on the oven. So the Isser was already in progress. I could prevent it, I could stop it, I could abort the process, but it's going to happen if I do nothing. So when the Isser is already in progress, I don't, have to, I don't have to stop it, I don't have to pause it. But when it comes to uh, something that's not yet in, that the Yisra has not yet been done, so then you should stop it. A third approach that Tulsos has, and this is not really an answer uh, to this question. It's really an an- it, it Tulsos brings in another sugya where it seems that we tell a person to violate an Avera in order to prevent someone from a bigger problem. Tulsos points out that the Gemara Masech is Gitten, it's in a few places in Shas, but uh, most prominently in Masech is Gitten, the Gemara tells us that it's also Masech Babasa, that if a person has a Chatsi Eved, the Chatsi Ben Chorin, that we're Kofinus Rabbo to free the Chatsi Eved, the Chatsi Ben Chorin. Why? Why? Because this fellow needs to do the mitzvah of Puravu or the Lashavis Yitzara. And it's not right. He's not going to be able to marry anybody if he's half Evan and half Ben Chorin. So you have to free him. Freeing him, there's a Pasuk in the Torah, the Olam Tavodu, you're not allowed to be Meshachar Evan. Why am I allowed to do the Avera so that he could do a mitzvah? So Tos says, whenever you have a mitzvah Rabbah, like Puravu, or, for that matter, a mitzvah de rabim, like Rabbi Lazar being Meshachar Ezevet, to make a minion, you have a mitzvah de rabim, or a mitzvah rabba, then you're allowed to do a small aver in order to enable a mitzvah rabba or a mitzvah de rabim. So that is answer number three. Answer number four, the final answer, that tells quotes from the Ri, that it all depends on whether it's the other guy's fault. If the other guy is at fault for doing this, why did he have to put the dough on the oven? He was he was not paying attention to the fact that it's Shabbos. So he put the dough in the oven. It's his fault. Let him suffer the consequences. But if I just gave him the produce, he didn't know that the produce wasn't, Shumas and Maestros weren't taken care of. It's not his fault that I gave him Tevel. So since it, it's not about the, that it is my fault, it's that it's not his fault. So since he wasn't Poshea, it wasn't his fault at all, therefore I should do whatever I can, even if it means a smaller Isser, in order to prevent him from violating the, uh, the, the Avera. So uh, how do we paskin in all of this? Because L'chara, it's very relevant to our Shaila. Meaning if you assume like the first answer that whenever the Chaver is not the Goreim, he's not allowed to do the Isser, the Chaver is not the Goreim of them eating Machal Asuros, so he should not be allowed to eat. If you assume that, uh, it, you know, anything that's not a mitzvah rabbah, the chavar's not allowed to do it. Over here, it's not a mitzvah rabbah. It probably is not a mitzvah de rabim either, even though it is multiple people, but it's not a rabbah.
Rabbim in, in the sense of its seaboard. And if you assume that it, when the other guys are Poshaya, I don't have to do it, also he's not allowed to eat. But what if you assume that, that, that the, the second of the four answers, that if it's, the Avera is not yet done, then I have to stop it from being done. Well, over here, the Avera was not yet done, so maybe he should have to stop it from being done. So how do we paskin in all of this? So the, uh, the Rashba understands, is quoted by the Beis Yosef in, in, uh, in Simon Shin Zayin, Beis Yosef quotes the Rashba, that it all depends on whether he's the Gorim, whether the Chavar was the one that caused the Isser. The Beis Yosef then quotes the two other answers, the Mitzvah Rabbah, Mitzvah Darabim answer, and the Pshia answer was the fellow himself, Poshaya. The only answer that doesn't make it into the Beis Yosef is the only one that would allow this guy to eat, right? Is the one about the, uh, whether the Avera is underway or not. And that is not made, doesn't make it into the Beis Yosef, doesn't make it into Shulchan Aruch. So uh, the Beis Yosef talks about uh, Nafkamina is the case of the, that the Rashba was dealing with. The case of the Rashba was someone who they received a message on Shabbos that they, uh, they took his daughter uh, and kidnapped her and uh, to Shmad to take her out of Kral Yisrael. So uh, should he travel on Shabbos and be Mechal Shabbos in order to, uh, to prevent that from happening? So the Rashba says, like the first answer, that only when the, the Isser came as a result of the Chavar do we say, Kadeshi Yisker Chavircha? And over here, uh, it's not, he's not the one that caused the Yisra, and therefore he should not violate the Yisra of Tchumen in order to save the daughter from Shmad, a stunning psak of the Rashba, that he should not violate the Yisra of Tchumen in order to save his daughter from Shmad. The Beis Yosef says, not so fast. That's not the only answer. We have the other answers also, that uh, if you're dealing with uh, Mitzvah Rabbah, or if you have, uh, whether the person is Poshaya, the girl wasn't Poshaya, she was uh, kidnapped to be taken. So you have the other, uh, the other answers as well. So the Beis Yosef, Paskins L'Hakel, in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shin Vav, Sif Yodalari, Paskins L'Hakel. But the only answer that doesn't make it at all into the Shulchan Aruch is the only answer that L'Chora might have allowed this guy to eat. Now, in the end of the day, I don't think any of the answers really would have allowed this guy to eat because this is not really, this whole thing was uh, straw man, meaning this, uh, it's not really true that his eating is preventing the Isser. It's not at all direct. Meaning, uh, how much does he have to eat in order to prevent the Yisr? How many bites does he have to take? Meaning, the, the, the mice that he's eating is not really preventing the Yisr. It's the fact that he gets them to order the kosher food that prevents the Yisr. How does he get them to order the kosher food? By saying that he's going to eat. But it's not at all the same, uh, the sa- the same story as all of these other cases. So I would think that it's a Dover Pasha in this case, that this fellow is not allowed to eat on, uh, on, on a fast day, on a Sarbatevis or any other fast day, in order to prevent, uh, to prevent the other chev from his uh, workplace from violating the Yisra. This, this whole analysis also comes up in a very uh, very common shayla when it comes to Hatzalah people. If Hatzalah people all respond to a call on Shabbos, so uh, everyone, you know, especially if it's during the Rabbi's Russia, so all of them, you know, run out immediately. So uh, the first one gets there and he sees that it's not really a Pekach Nefesh situation. He sees that uh, someone stubbed their toe. It's fine. So should he get on his radio to tell everybody else, stop driving? You know, go back. You're not, uh, we don't need you here. So that's a, 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 an Isidra button of getting on the radio to prevent them from doing an Isidra Raisa. So that's a major discussion the post have. That has its own unique... Um, unique elements to it. Rav Asher Weiss has a tshuva about it, I think, in his first chalik of Shalz and Shuvas. But okay, a chalik everybody, and everyone should have a great day.